He's doing his thing. Faster. Faster. We're going down on South Park. Come on, let's make some time. We're going down on South Park. We'll leave you feeling fine. Strap on those headphones. We'll worm into your brain. Once our lips reveal those tips, you'll never be the same. We're going down on South Park. You'll moan until you whine. We're going down on South Park. This is our final rhyme. That was our final rhyme. <laughs> Howdy ho, South Parketeers. I'm Sean O'Brien. I am sucking South Park's cock. I'm Sean O'Brien. No, and I'm Joey Bonier, and I'm going down on South Park. Kelly. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> Kelly. Welcome back to going back, going down on South Park. Uh, this going back is, to the park. So, you know what to do. We're today. We're going to be talking about episode number four hundred four. Uh, entitled, entitled File Night Found Quintuplets 2000 <laughs> first premiered uh, April 26th in the year 2000 2000 Y2K that is not today uh, so usually I have a nice little plot that I can do so um I didn't do that this time, you so I'm just going to run for you guys. Um, so in this episode, uh, the boys are dragged to a Cirque du Soleil uh, uh, performance. Cirque du Soleil. And are, are completely <laughs> last are enchanted by the four uh, quint, the four, five, sorry. Five. That's the five what a twins. would be. Yeah. The five twins. That's not how that works. Contortionists. The five contortionists. Five twins would be uplets. ten. Um, who uh, who a have been brought of, over from Romania and exploited in this and the boys uh, think that it's pretty cool so they try to start their own circus and uh, it doesn't work out so well so instead when the when the girls who are about to be deported back to Romania um, flee their grandmother who gets uh, fucked to death by Stan's grandfather well, that's a they bit end up being they end up becoming part of with his that. dick. I wouldn't say it's so much of a circus with the boys, but it's kind of like they're in a pen. They're like a like a like a like a petting zoo, I'd say. Um, anyway, shenanigans ensue, and uh, immigration ensue. immigration questions are uh, presented, and in the end, Alien Gonzalez gets shot. Can shenanigans he ensue? Is, he, sure, he is a mm. he is an alien. An illegal, an Englishman in New York. He's an illegal alien. Ilion. He's an mm. illegal alien. I don't know. I fucked it up. Shut up, Joey. You're and shaking also, his head. Kenny becomes a famous singer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Conte Portillo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Show off. I, so I know all of them except one. The I know sun. Conte Portillo. I didn't know the second one. Um, the third was from uh, the Marriage of Figaro. Mm. It's that famous one. And so if you've ever oh, seen, I've seen Amadeus, that one, that's where uh, Tom is chasing Jerry around the. Yes. Okay. That's the one. There's, um, if you guys ever saw Amadeus, uh, there's that moment where Salieri creates that like march for Mozart, and he like plays. He has the king, you know, king play it for him or whatever. Mm. Um, when he comes march. in like that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then Mozart hears it once, and it's like, oh, that's cool. Can I just do it? And he's like, he does a riff version of it. Um, his version and of it Salieri's is like, damn is, you, as like Mozart. a double thing. If you've ever seen Marriage of Figaro, <laughs> it's like he fucking uses it in Marriage of Figaro, and like so he steals it from Salieri and puts it in his greatest opera. And finally, the last one, of course, is um. Uh, magic flute. There you go. I don't this know what that. I don't know what that second game. one was though. Um, Look at me. I'm so smart. I, I thought books. it might have been Carmen, but I'm. I'm That's wrong. What, I, I thought it was Marriage of. Fig- I thought. I thought it was Barbara Seville. But I'm. Is that you, Kelly? Yeah. <laughs> um, it might have been Carmen. Yeah, sure. I don't How know. did it go again? I what was forget. The second one. 
The second one was um. I'm the barber. It wasn't like. What is that one? We're gonna have to pay rights. No, we won't. Bocelli, we're okay. We're not Bocelli. Sorry. Uh oh, shit. Who did Carmen? Bizet. Thank you. Anyway, I don't remember. Let's get Bizet. Sean, do you have any favorite moments? Oh my god, that's actually a good joke. <laughs> you did it. Yeah. Um, there wasn't a whole lot that I loved about this episode. Um, I think the the timeliness of its um release was kind of the most noteworthy yeah, thing about it. Yeah, kind of cool, right? Yeah. But, I remember uh, the 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 Terry Schiavo episode being the mm. most like you know profoundly yeah. um, immediate episode but no i, I guess this, this one earlier, this one clearly yeah. oh it's certainly earlier mm-hmm. but it's apparently just as timely i mean they, yeah. they were doing it you really couldn't be more, more timely unless you were doing the news like at the it time, was like two days later at basically the time, you've made an accurate statement sir yeah, so you didn't yeah, like yeah. anything else is that because you hate immigrants um yes yeah that's clear. um i clear. liked the uh the boys uh practicing for their Cirque du Soleil uh, version uh rolling around with their uh tidy whities but uh yeah. a bunch of poofers yeah exactly uh joey favorite moments um i can't really think of too many i liked kenny overall i loved his singing yeah it was cute i i, I think it's nice anytime kenny gets an arc like anytime but this wasn't he's even not... an arc. It was just a cutaway to him singing every time. But well, it was progression. <laughs> I, I mean, guess, yeah, he no, was trying he was, to get to Europe. Yeah, he he had an a... obstacle. He overcame that obstacle. He, and he had a, a country where he fit in. Exactly. Yeah. Because <laughs> everybody was poor. like, "Cool, I yeah. actually want to be here." And then he does anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. I'm sorry. That was not an arc. And they fucking I guess Waco is. I wasn't really watching. I guess. Yeah. Oh, wait. what else? No, what else is new? <laughs> uh, Joey, continue. What other favorite moments did you um, have? So I, I loved Janet Reno, honestly. I thought she was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I, blast from the past. What was with the bunny thing, though? I quite, Was that a specific reference to something? I, I think it was just because it happened on Easter and it was like weirdly inappropriate. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Okay. I thought it might no, have been. No, they said on the thing that she was in a bunny suit. I thought, th- I thought that like was that? I thought that was referring to their version. I didn't think. Well, it they, might be because also don't forget Spicer was the bunny once on Easter, so maybe oh it's possible God. Janet Reno. It's like a oh, thing. like when the order was issued or whatever, she I've was in the bunny suit. Or? That photo of I mean, you guys recognize the split screen, like the photo of the closet opening. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. So that was like exactly that. Yeah, I don't remember photo. a bunny suit being involved in the yeah, photo, but. No, but they were like, oh, yeah, you remember Janet Reno in the bunny suit? I, maybe she did. Wow, crazy. I don't remember. And yeah, mm. you're right. Sean Spicer was. Remember Sean Spicer, by the way? That was, yeah. like, a, <laughs> that was like a blast. That was more of a blast in the past than Janet Reno. <laughs> uh, Kelly, favorite moments? <laughs> yeah, I like the, give me the child. Happy Easter. Give me the child. <laughs> 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 it's like politically correct. Janet Reno dance party. Um. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh. No, it's pretty funny. I don't know. I, I like nothing. All of these nothing old specifically. Okay. Like the protester, it just it still seems so relevant. It's funny. Yeah. Like you just watch it and you still laugh. Like the I idea know, of I the different signs <laughs> like available. I don't remember protesters being a thing then, but I mean, I guess it everybody was because like that reminded me of the scene in PCU with Jeremy Piven. Yes, you're right. There's the whole we're not going to protest thing, and the they're like ready to march, and they have like fold out signs. And you're right. And like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. But I mean, so what's funny? That was oh, that was like the beginning of PC culture. That was like when it like really started to become a um, a, a fervency on the the left for certain terminology. So i I remember I remember it being talked about. I remember the PCU, and I vaguely even remember 
this in a weird way. I just don't remember it actually being a thing. Well, I, I think feel we like were too rem- young to care. It was care. big with Alien Gonzalez. There were lots of protests. Yeah, about that. maybe yeah, that's, that's it. True. But but if that's the only one, like I can't remember any other pr- protests that were like. I was definitely too young. Like I don't remember that. I I'm kind of. I mean, I definitely remember the name because everybody was talking about him, but. I wasn't paying attention I, I to remember, what was going on as far as like the immigration. Issue I actually I very know. much remember Eileen yeah, Gonzalez whole thing. Um, you but, were older than me. I was, but I don't, but, but that's what I mean. I don't, and I guess I remember the protests, but I more remember like just the, the sort of the whole conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't remember there being like, you know, a, a, like certainly not like now, like like maybe fucking protests there are now that doesn't ring a bell. Uh, it's the little girl that fell down the well. I remember that, but again, I don't remember the protest behind. No, me. there was. It was more of like just the <laughs> crowd of people around for like ever. Sure, just, yeah, yeah. Although I remember the kid, the boy. There was a boy who like also fell down a well. Yeah, there, there was, was a lot thing. of kids falling falling down walls. That was a thing. God, the fucking early like the late nineties to early two thousands was such a fucking halcyon days moment, man. Everything was okay. Uh, this is and then a, Bush. Yeah. Well, I meant to bring this up <laughs> earlier or in other shows, but uh, that end of the Clinton era is like when we kind of realized we didn't have any enemies. Yeah, and everybody like, was very bored. Yeah. Everybody was very bored. There was we were literally. Yeah. I remember the entire nation like fucking, you know, sobbing over. a. I thought it was a boy who fell down a well, but I There's remember been, there were multiple. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I remember, anyway, whatever. Fuck Wells. Did you find Janet? In a bunny suit? No, I think it's just a South Park thing. Just a South oh, Park Oh, the thing. boy was uh, Bruce Willis from 12 Monkeys. I never saw 12 Monkeys. <laughs> oh. Thanks for the spoiler. No worries. You dick. Yep. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I, I just want to say one thing, because I think the Alien Gonzalez thing is kind of like the tail end of it, because I was thinking more about Cuba in general, the Cuban immigration. Mm. It's more yeah. 80s-ish, right? You know, oh, yeah. That's all like red curtain, fucking red scare right, stuff. Right, yeah. right, totally. But, so Alien Gonzalez is kind of late 90s, so I mean, it, it's kind of like- when immigration has uh, more complications, right? Because obviously, well, at least in this case, Kenny's dad. It was is more American, political you know I mean? and less racial, certainly. Right. Yeah. It wasn't a straight, you know, asylum case. I'm leaving, you know, one communist oh, yeah, that, country and coming to America. Yeah, it was weirdly was, complicated. Yeah, right. There was, and I think similarily to, to whatever the, what was the Romanian. His, his dad was here and his mom was there. Something and like that. The, exactly that. Yeah. And yeah. the mom wanted him back. Or the dad wanted him to stay here. I and- think actually it was like a grandmother thing. Oh, okay. I feel like it was his grandmother was the. I don't remember yeah. what the deal was. Um. Anyway, yeah. Well, all right. So we've been teasing this on politinkering for a million years. Anybody else hmm. have anything actually South Park related before we get to the cultural relevance of this question? Uh, on the commentary, mm-hmm. Matt and Trey were using, you know, as some. Horrible language about uh, certain ethnic slur, not ethnic, gay slurs, LGBT slurs. What do you say about that? I don't know. I thought that was kind of awkward. Did you not uh, agree, Gree? We were just kind of, oh, whatever was the what time. I, I don't know. Yeah, why would they change? They what said is- faggy and fag. Whoa. Jesus, man. Well, I thought I'd say it just to be fucked up. Honest. What do you think? I don't know. I thought that was kind of strange. Uh, a little time capsule. You think they're just. Time capsule. At the time, I, it was yeah. fine. I don't know. I think. They like to provoke. Yeah. And I thought this was interesting because they recently, always live on the edge. And recently they went and they, they went in front of a big audience. I think it was like last week. And they said like, oh, we're Republicans to everyone and to troll the audience. <laughs> and they all like had big, you know, it's shocks. <laughs> and it's pretty That's funny. Really funny. And they totally from trolled Colorado. Them. I, mean, I don't think, a- I don't think at the time it was, uh, they were, they weren't trolling then. They, they, they may be inclined. I don't even think they'd be inclined to say it now. 
in a trolling way. At the time, I, I don't think like, it even registered. Exactly. It no. wasn't even, they were just, like, they, they, they were aware of the conversation, but I don't think they gave a fuck. Cause there was, a, this was about the time of the conversation. Um, it, it was, it, it got hotter after this, which is, I think when they bailed out of the conversation, they're like, yeah. all right, fine. If it's actually like and, hurting people. Then yeah. They had the grandpa kind of in that role where he's like a older generation mm-hmm. sort th- of sounding like an ancient. But I think it all chilled out again around nine uh, 11. I think we all like started caring about different things for yeah, a while. Right. No, you're exactly and right. this recording would have been done right. like 2006 ish, probably. Right. That's what I'm guessing. So like that. I all right, well, maybe, maybe four, maybe five, somewhere in there. But I, I'm, I'm assuming it's in that wave after 9/11, but before the PC culture started ramping up again as I hard th- as we are. I think it, it was after it was okay. Uh, that's why my, my, what I'm trying to get at. I don't think mm. so. Okay, I don't think so because I didn't. I don't. I, I genuinely. Don't or after think it was not. A, I knew. I knew. I knew what you meant. Was yeah, it I ever knew. okay, Joey? Well, no. But yeah, of course it was. <laughs> I, societally and horrible in, in my youth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's gay. Uh, well, let's let's get to the real cultural relevance, shall we? Uh, I guess immigration rights in general. That's or... all I have on my list. <laughs> I think Literally, you, the only thing. you used a whole piece of paper to write down immigration. <laughs> I thought I was going to write this one, and then I had favorite moments, and I'm like, I don't really nothing. I do have trees. I just have immigration vamp, which I don't really know what that means, but I remember vamp. seeing it in the newsroom. Mm, yeah, that sh- that HBO show. Oh yeah, you had never seen that term before, vamp. No, we before talked in about newsroom. Oh, that's right. What does it mean again? Vamp. Yeah. Well, like vampire. In, in that terms, it means to stall. Yeah, it, to kinda, no, it just means to fill space or to fill do, time. You yeah. need to do the same thing over and over. Why is it called vamp? Uh, that's a good question. I don't. I know what it is in guitar when music. What like is when, it in music? Why it's is to it? suck the life out of a conversation? When they say to vamp, it usually means to play the same pattern of chords over and over again, and just to repeat the same thing just to fill time. Well, that's what we've done. Let's talk about immigration. <laughs> It's just such a huge topic. It is a huge topic. And we've we've stalled it a lot on on pot tinkering. Um, I want to say the reason is because— Apparently vamp is a jazz term, uh, a short, simple introductory passage usually repeated several times until otherwise instructed. Why is it called vamp? It's a jazz term in popular music. A short, simple introductory passage. <laughs> okay, it's fine. That's funny. Um, well, the reason that we've we've avoided neither have avoided it on pot tinkering, but I, I think it's it's both a simple and a complicated issue, which was hijacked at the time that we wanted to talk about it by uh, our fearless leader Donald John <laughs> Trump, because you know to 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 that wing, it immigration basically meant others coming in to take our jibs. The other um, definition of vamp I just found, uh, this is according to Merriam-Webster. Uh, this is a woman who uses her charm or wiles to seduce and exploit men. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's different. <laughs> that's going to So. Damn succubus. But the next, the next step for us wasn't really to reconcile what was going on with Trump because there's no, there's no real, like it's, it's a pretty obvious question, but as far as how he approached it, as far as the demonization of an other, we can pretty much all agree at this table is, 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 in, is wrong. Like I'll just say it. Um, but when we get into the question of immigration, right. Um, we'll start with the idea of a border. Why are there borders and are they necessary? Hmm. 
Because we got stuff and they want our stuff. Okay. <laughs> Eloquently put, Joey. <laughs> Sean has proposed that we have stuff. We got others. Stuff. We got stuff <laughs> and others des- are desirous yeah. of the aforementioned stuff. It's true. Thus, a border is just this imaginary thing to separate the sometimes stuff it's a physical from thing. the not stuff. Well, yeah. you have sometimes so, it's a river. Sometimes, sometimes it's you a have wall. to build a big, beautiful river yeah. to stop them from getting. Sometimes stuff. it's called a moat. So, what sayest thou? Well, if if stuff means land, uh, sometimes it can farmland. It's somewhat correct. See, I guess that's the first reality. I mean, if 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 just because you have stuff doesn't give you the right to put a border around you, it it gives a right to for to your personal stuff that you're currently holding in your arms. What but a- the second you say this land is my land, this land is your land. So, if we're going to really talk about borders, we have to go all the way back to the transition between uh, uh, migratory peoples and a agricultural peoples. I wanted to line it up. So, so to Uh, to jump all the way ahead, uh, John Locke basically says, you know, whatever you've whatever you've worked to gain is yours, and thus, if you've tilled the land, that becomes an extension of your body, i.e., you own yourself. Thus, the Effort you've put into till the land means that you now own the body. Regar- own, own the land. Regardless of lock, when we are, you know, first making that transition, I have my little rock uh, till that I'm going to use to turn my soil, and I spend all day doing it. And you come over and try and take those crops that I grew. Well, you know that that rock's gonna wind upside your head, and that's just the sort of beginning of a cultural evolution that still stands. Okay. That's another way. Yeah, it's sure. border security. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and the Palestinians are still using rocks today. Well, but that doesn't make it right. That's my point. The reason I brought up John Locke was the whole idea of that, you know, there's a philosophical backing for why Just the land Just because someone you wrote it down it. makes it okay? No, it's a <laughs> philosophical backing. What you basically said is if you try to come and step on my land because I've tilled it, I have a mallet with which I'll brain you. Totes. And that doesn't mean that you're right. But an, another way of putting that is the reason that someone is wrong for trying to take the land, or at the very least, the reason that you could be or argued, fruit of my land, you could yeah. be justified for saying that this land is yours is because you own yourself and everything that you kind of, the effort that you put forth of gaining is yeah. yours and thus you own the land. That's, that's, it doesn't matter who said it. That's the philosophical basis for why you might own land. Sure. Um, sure Joe, why would you be it? okay uh, why do you think it's okay for you to come and t- and 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 tell Sean that the effort that he's put forth to own this land is not his? Didn't we do this show? No, it we didn't. A it's a, it's a, it's a, at the very least, our famous <laughs> lost episode. Yeah. Are we going to eventually get to immigration? Or? That's literally what we're doing. Okay, you're taking a long road. I'm saying, why do you own land? Why is land ownership owned at all? How could it own, land be owned? It can't be really, if you think right, about it. So answer my question first. That's why I said. That's, so Sean currently. Put forth effort to own land. Yeah, based Can't on the extension like of his body. Land man. <laughs> Why is he wrong for claiming ownership over the land that he's tilled? Um, it could belong to someone else. No, I. Then why weren't they tilling it? Yeah. Well, maybe they just weren't tilling it, but still. Then they don't need that land. Yeah, I'm. I'm presupposing nobody maybe. did. He did. I mean, it. We're talking like before laws when you know. Maybe they're I'm, using it for grazing. There for is their, no other anyone else. There's no one else for grazing for their cattle. There's no one else. No one else, or or fine. So somebody else is grazing it. Sean did so it. So you're still that's still the same point. You're, he, then both he of comes us, and, tries and to then take someone it. else comes in. Yeah. So like, fine. Then we'll use the other guy who's already using it as grazing to till the land. Okay. Why is it okay for Sean to? Why is it not okay for Sean to come take that land? 
because it belongs to the other dude. Oh, how did he gain ownership over it then? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, he I, tamed it. I already gave you the explanation. What? So the government? No, he put Fuck. forth the effort to own it. Okay, Kelly, <laughs> where are you at? I just don't understand. What, what, we're eventually going to get to the actual South Park episode here. We we've we've moved on from South Park. We're talking about oh. integration. Oh. Kelly Bell? You fucking did the transition um, for him. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's more of an agreement or like an understanding between- A social contract? Yeah, between like, you're going to stay over there and I'm going to stay here. Why on earth would I agree to that? My homestead there because cause they're agreeing that you can stay here. But if I'm if I'm someone with no land and you are someone with land, why would I agree that that is a good- thing for me to continue to know have no land when I can just take some of yours. Because <laughs> that's where the issue comes yeah. from, guys. Well, that, that's it, that's just, the heart of this issue. That's just, the problem you don't want retaliation. You don't want to treat other people the way you want to be treated because theoretically it could happen to you. But nowadays it's not about well maybe for some people it's about that's wanting a, a plot of land, but it's more of like I want to be a part of this society. I want to be a part of this country. I right. don't, I am being persecuted back home. I, or I can't. But it's all an extension of the same system. So the more people yeah. that come into our country, the more. But it's not more... about wanting land necessarily. Well, no, no, it's just, with... land is just a representation of the desired or the, um, uh, the usage of, you know, Resources. Cultural product, yeah, resources. So, you know, when they come into this country, if we take it up to common day, then it, they might not be necessarily stealing land to build themselves a, a hut, but they are uh, taxing our resources. So they come in, if, especially if they are illegal, they are not paying taxes and they are utilizing all of the things that we pay taxes for, our schools, our roads, our healthcare system. Uh, you know, that that is something that is not sustainable in a completely open border situation. If we were to just say that there is no limit on immigration and anyone that can get their feet on American soil can now stay here and be part of our system without any sort of prerequisite, well, first off, we could be uh, you know, any we our systems would be overrun. But secondly, then there's no reason that China couldn't send over half a billion people right away and just change the way we vote about things. Yeah, I mean, that's not what I was saying at all. Oh, probably not. I'm never talking about what people are talking about. No, I wasn't advocating for that it's right or wrong. I'm just saying fundamentally, like, I don't know if it's necessarily about wanting things, but more about just... Well, it's about wanting something that the other people have, whether it's freedom, whether it's Mm -hmm. rights, whether it's uh, the ability to make money. It is still going to be... Uh, it, it is, it is an, in essence, a zero sum game. So the more people that are vying for these things, the traditionally in capitalism, the more expensive those things become. So it is going to be, uh, a burden on the people that are already in a place. I'm way too fucking tired. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, no. I can't keep my What happens if it's not a zero sum game? Um, how? Resources are always... Depleting. I don't know if they're plentiful enough. Well, what what is that? I mean, if we're talking about land mass, at what point, you know, I mean, L.A. is already way too populated right now. And so I'm if, just trying to get you to think hypothetically here. Mm-hmm. Let's say it's not 
to so LA. It's like, yeah, so we're presupposing the idea that there are enough resources and enough land for everybody in the world. Sure, but we have uh, homeless people lining our streets that are former veterans that we've promised to take care of that we can't afford to. We can't take care of the shit that we have already. We can't just allow a influx of unmanaged numbers of people to add to that system until we can figure out a system that fucking works. Yeah, if we reach this utopian society where there is enough for everyone to go around, then most likely people don't want to immigrate anyways because they're going to be having enough of what they need where they are. Maybe that that presupposes the conditions are the same in their country. If you can presuppose that we have enough resources to take care of everyone, then we certainly have the wherewithal to bring those to wherever they need to be. You're adding to my hypothetical. I was just talking about the home country or whatever the But that's the thing. Like, so if... For us to have the resources to take care of everyone, we would literally have to have the resources to take care of everyone, 7 billion people. Not like, necessarily. I mean, that, that you just you just said that. Um, I'm just saying their own population. Okay, maybe a half of that, but if— well, Let's say, okay, let's say USA has 300 million people, three, 350, whatever. They have the ability to cover 700 million. Okay, there's still going to be, uh, what, 6 billion people that— can't come that might want to. Right. So the word you said was unmanaged number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's got to be a number, no, no doubt. Certainly. I think we all agree that that could, in reality, that's the case. I'm trying to say if those resources are limitless, then you would have no problem with letting untold numbers of people in. Well, yeah, but that's a completely uh, it's an fictitious way hypothetical. Out, yeah. I mean, no, I'm just curious if, if there's any other reasons why. Are, are you asking if I'm just racist? Like, is that... <laughs> the- <laughs> well, no. What, but it's, it, but that's, it's, it's because you hate the brown people, isn't it? Well, no, but it is... See, that's the bullshit of the left, man. No, Everyone no, 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 has no, bullshit. And there's- <laughs> I'm not saying you're racist, although it's definitely a part of this conversation. Whether it's, it's become a part of this conversation because that is what is easily forced in the media agenda, and it has become a political token to push back and forth. There is very little to do with racism in the actual wanting to protect our borders. The idea of like this whole concept of like abolish ICE. I don't understand that. Like we can make changes to the way that they do things, but we do need to enforce our immigration. If we don't enforce our immigration, then we do have open borders and then we do have a much huger problem than we already do. So do you think, go ahead. I was going to talk about ICE, but we can. I, ICE was invented, you know, in two thousand what five, after the D after Homeland Security was invented, or maybe it was like two thousand seven or something. Okay, we enforced all of our immigration laws before then. It wasn't like it was willy nilly wild west. We, we certainly we weren't doing a great job of it. Not that we're doing a good job do you have now. Proof of that? Is that true? Um. I don't know. Like half of the California population, like the illegal immigration has for my entire life been something that people have kind of, you know, just chuckled and swept under the rug. It is. Yeah, but that's not what I'm asking. I mean, I'm asking specific uh, data between that point, like 2004 and Oh, before. I don't know the numbers specifically. No, I, I don't you. either, but I'm curious what, what that would be. I, I mean, I, I don't. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sold on this whole border thing here. I mean, I don't know. 
Why though? I don't understand that. It's so so. There are easier ways to argue this, but why is it that you're not sold on the border? I because mean, I don't like. It's like every Democrat has to like surrender this point or something. It's weird. It's always like we are so harsh on the border. We are so harsh on security. But let me talk to you about ways that we can help our immigrants. It's like it's strange. I don't. It's uh, you ask me. Yeah, what, ask what, me side what, are what side's on who? Well, I don't. I I think we. Surrendered the left surrenders, I think, a bit. That's all I'm saying of ground to this point. But that forget left or right. All I'm asking is <laughs> what's what, correct. Well, what what part aren't you sold on with the idea of a border <laughs> and a and a protection of that border? That's not, that's the. For, I don't know. It's, the it's not the it's, it's not the border itself. It's just the. I don't know, the the harshness of the enforcement of it, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. The demonization of an other is a problem. The, <laughs> the, and, at, and at any capacity, um, imagining— I don't have a problem—I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I don't have a problem uh, being that idealistic and saying borders are you know something I would like to get rid of eventually. Well, yeah, sure. I mean, that's in a fine utopian too. world to say. Uh, of course, I think it's okay yes. to say in a, in a, utop- in a utopian world. Of course, world, I know you can jerk off. Uh, Sean Fall made the little uh, hand uh, jerk off thing, and he's totally <laughs> right. But but the point is, it's like saying the lyrics in Ima- John Lennon's "Imagine." Goddamn like, hippie. Yeah, it's like saying, "Oh, I really believe that stuff." I'm not, you know, I'm a dreamer, but but it's lame to say in real life. Like, yes, know. it's lame. <laughs> <laughs> I admit it. So, and look, I don't, I don't disagree. I think, it it's, a, I think it's a wonderful a idea to think discussion. about. But, but there are there are better ways to kind of have the discussion in and of itself that that could sort of open it up in 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 a more nuanced way rather than just like either only support borders or not. The first would be simply a sort of free market capitalistic structure, right? If if okay. if anyone is going to stand behind that, the, so anyone the, that can afford to come here can. Effectively, yeah, that's basically that's what it comes down the to, right? Now. That's exactly. That's kind of what it comes down to. And if you really are in a sort of free market idea, then the idea of immigration and the sort of enforcement of immigration more or less takes care of itself because um, it it becomes a more well, not necessarily no, by the way, because there's there's, free, that, there's, yeah. there's cheap labor which happens exactly. as well. So there's in that argument, I don't understand at all. Why? Well, I mean, if we're doing a left-right thing, the left is always uh, complaining for a $15 minimum wage, and then one of the arguments that they use for right, keeping for, illegal but workers But forget the here. hypocrisy of the left-right. I agree with you, by the way, mm-hmm. and, and you're right. The, but, okay, but even, with, even, without the re, even without the hypocrisy— Like, they're both being hypocritical. It's essentially slavery. It's essentially allowing these people to come here because they will work for 10 cents an hour that no one else will work for. It's, it's essentially indentured servitude at it's the very said, least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, sure. Semantic bullshit. This is South Park, not literally. literally. Fair enough, sir. <laughs> um, Speaking of South Park, thank you. Um, this episode is more nuanced because, I mean, they're really not talking shit about. I mean, it's all about. I don't know. It it just it doesn't seem to be coming out of a place of anger, like any of the. Oh no! Oh yeah, it was a totally different discussion. Exactly. On, in culture, eighteen was years ago, yeah. it was a totally different conversation. So. They you said know, it was about, was about politics. It wasn't about yeah. race. It was basically the DACA, kid, too, because yeah. the, the alien Gonzalez was nothing. I'm sorry. I'm agreeing with you. I'm, I'm, I'm We're adding trying. to you. <laughs> the kids, like, they basically just want to make their, you know, quote, business better. And these immigrants add to it. And then they're bummed when they have to leave. But their point is, like, why are you trying to sell me on America? We're not from here. We... You know, it's not home. And how do you know if we want to stay here or not? So it kind of brings up all angles as far as like, are we trying to, I don't know, it it brings up like 
Does America... Are we just assuming we're so great that everyone wants to come? Yeah, like everyone (laughs) wants to come here and and work for our, you know, businesses and do whatever we tell them to do. And you're lucky. You're lucky to be here because look at... That's the American exceptionalism that's been beaten to my head through all of public school. And the girls are like, no, what are you talking about? So, I don't know. I thought that was kind of interesting in there because it's like most of the time when we're talking about it, we're always talking about it as far as... Of course they want to come here. Yeah, like <laughs> everybody's begging to get here and we just have to kick all these people out because mm-hmm. we're so great and they're not good enough for us and I, they I totally to go underst- back to their country. I, I understand that as like a theor- theoretical and a, a logical point. I it Just in practice, it doesn't really play into the argument at all. We still are having lots of large numbers of illegal immigrants coming in that are, you know, skirting the system. Um, so that, that, that problem exists already. We already know that there are people that want to be here. So, I mean, yes, I'm sure there are a certain number of children specifically that would much rather go back to their home countries. But for the most part, I assume people are coming here because they want to. But also if those people didn't have jobs, if we weren't like, Oh yeah, we don't want to pay a nanny. Totally. Uh, you know, we'll just yeah. You we know, want cheap labor. You, you can yeah. Then I don't know. It kind of adds to the cycle. So yeah, the argument I was I was trying to lead up toward was <laughs> like, look at you with your points. Sorry, did you have more? <laughs> no. Okay. Like, well, before you get me. Well, no, I wasn't. I was in the middle of leading up toward something. It's okay. The the if we're talking about the free market thing, right? We can we can literally go back to sort of the biggest immigration influx in America, right? Think of Ellis Island. Think of the amount of people who came through. We think of think of the our great you know our grandfathers <laughs> with a dime in our pocket in their pocket walk across the Brooklyn Bridge. Your grandfather had a right? dime. Fucking rich bastards. I know, man. That's why. That's why we are Goddamn what we are. <laughs> um, the, the, that mentality, um, persists today. Uh, it's, it's just that the system itself isn't structured in such a way where kind of any immigrant can kind of make it in such a way. Um, and, and part of that really came to, to this, this total pendulum, uh, shift into, uh, the capitalism with the, with a capital C, uh, mentality that, you know, came out from the eighties, et cetera. Okay. Um, where uh, there wasn't enough competition overall, right? The And the idea of what's mine is always going to be mine and I'm going to gather as much as I can with sort of the, the kind of the higher echelon of the country, um, gathering everything. And then the, the corporations themselves are the ones who get to control everything. They hire the ones and then we've sort of, in an oligarchical, oligarchical way, structured our government to support their policies more than anything else. And that's, that's the biggest shift that has happened, but you know, between the 19 sort of thirties, forties, fifties and now, and that's, that's kind of where we are, what we are. Um, or sixties even, I guess was the last, you know, wave of the, that influx. Um, and so if you want to talk about as far as immigration is concerned and, and more open borders, no, no, it can work just fucking fine, man. It's not like the whole world is totally overpopulated. It's not like everybody wants to come here, you know, and, and those who couldn't even afford to come here, there was still a quota, that it, but this was the shining beacon on the hill because everybody could make it if they just worked hard enough. But now they um, can't, and we can't take care of the people that we have already. Unless we change the policies that we can. We got to change we, a lot of policies, can, but exactly, yeah. Um, exactly. That's the thing. So it's, We can create it's not Joey's just, utopian society. We could, it could happen, oh, but, God, yeah. but also we, at the very least we could get closer to the idea of inviting people in who, 
um, who can do, who, by the way, that's, that's there. It's still there today. They don't, they're not from fucking Ireland and France. They're from, you know, El Salvador and, yeah. and, uh, Syria, but hey, and I, I assume know. working three jobs here is better than whatever it is they were forced to do back there exactly. or else they wouldn't be doing it. Exactly. But, uh, you know, Hey, we can all, we can imagine, imagine all there's the no borders. Yeah. It's easy if you try. We're going down on South Park, you'll moan until you whine. We're going down on South Park, this is our final rhyme. You guys, our final rhyme. You guys are like like, I put pizza in you two. I've been up since 3.30. I know, I've been up since 4. Thank you for for listening. I took a nap. Remember to follow us at Paula Tinkering on the Twitters there. You can also follow Kelly wherever she goes. Joey at J-O-E-B-O-N-I-E-R. Or Sean at text B, the letter, and for the number calling the word uh you can also follow me at discarded post-it poetry on the instagrams uh you can follow kelly actually kelly Burke photo um if you're interested um and give us a rating write a review on itunes joey will ask for five stars then he'll uh add please sean will say about your heart go to paypal page on forecast.com check out our other shows wow wow westworld text before calling literally literary and uh politinkering and um yeah, that's Bye-bye. it. That's it. We're done. That's it. Thanks for listening to South Park and goodbye. Go fuck yourself. <laughs>